It's the thrill of chasing the high of your first win that gets you hooked on gambling. In this episode of B-Side, Business World reporter Patricia B. Mirasol speaks with Reagan, a recovering gambling addict, about the common types of addiction, support systems, and the lifelong journey to recovery. I must admit that I started getting interested in this topic shortly after the news broke out about the missing Isa Bungeros because that's the only time I realized how widespread the problem is. Perhaps we can start by having you share a bit of information about yourself. Please only share the information you're comfortable sharing. Yes, I'm Regan. I'm a recovering addict for 11 years and came from a restaurant business. And till now, I'm a recovering gambling addict. And first gambling started when I was 23 years old. And before, I, I was a gambling hater. Then when I got my first win, it changes my life. Uh, from $1, I won $18,000. So it really changed my perception in life. May I ask, what got you started into gambling? I had the chance to have incentive trip in Las Vegas since I was a salesman before. And then uh, when we got to Treasure Island Hotel, since I saw some Filipinos being dealers there, they asked me if I want some tickets for the show. So they, they asked me, if you're gonna bet one dollar here, I will give you these perks. And sadly, I won. <laughs> uh, since it was fun and life is good eh, if you're in, in a casino. It's like a good place to fresh yourself. So You had your first taste of gambling back when you were 23 years old, when you went on an incentive trip in Las Vegas. And then what happened afterwards? My behavior changes. And then when I go back to the Philippines, for a year I won. So it really changed my, my perception in life, you know, especially in working. What did you do with your winnings? I just bought some things, you know, useless things. I noticed to myself that I just packing some stuff to pawn. That's the reason why I keep on buying things. It's preparing myself for destruction. How long did you gamble before you started to realize that it was a problem? Since I said that I had a winning streak for one year, my gambling career lasted for seven years. So one year of winning and then uh, six years of up and downs. That's the reason naging colorful yung gambling career ko because from the winning, losing, and then winning again, can you share your most incredible gambling experience? No one can beat the first high. You can only be divergenized in gambling one time only. And then every time you're going to gamble, you're going to chase that high. So you thought you're getting that winning streak again, but still, you cannot get that first high. What made you decide to quit? Actually, it's not my, my idea to quit. Uh, based on some literature and based on some experience, there are only three paths for a gambling addict. Jail, institution, and death. Could you share more about those three paths? How did you end up in jail? How did you end up institutionalized? So, I've been to 
to jail because of gambling. I'm institutionalized because of gambling. I'm, I'm also near death because of my debts in the casino. And sometimes I'm, I'm thinking of taking my life also. Since I'm a gambler, yung character na na-build ko is mayabang, grandioso. Feeling ko inside the casino, I felt a big shot in the casino. Since in a snap of a finger, kaya mong kunin lahat. Uh, all kinds of things. Especially the feeling na everybody's around you. Nasanay ako doon sa ganung feeling. And then, every time na nag-gamble ako, yung sa mga betting, tumataas na yung dosage ko. Hindi na siya nagiging ordinaryo. Kasi yung temper, lumiliit. Tinatawag kami yung term na silat. Every time na natatalo kami in a certain deal, gusto ko mabawi agad. So, I double up. And then, yung first loss ko, yon parang hindi siya acceptable for me. So, lahat, labas na naman ng mga pera. And then, there are a time na kailangan isang laku yung isang bagay para makabawi. Ganun yung naging pattern. And then, for that six years na up and down, ilang beses din ako nagsanda ng kotse. And then, patuto na ako magnakaw sa family para makabawi. And then, Uh, I gained bad friends in casino na para makabawi, nag-pawn kami ng mga renta cars. And then sometimes, sinisistema namin yung some people na nagsasanla. Doon ako nagkaroon ng ano, na bigger urge. Kaya, uh, sad to say, no, uh, I was caught because carnapping and anti-fencing law. Kaya, na-jail ako. And then, yun, inabsorbed ko na naman ang family. And then, nag-relapse na naman. So, my family decided to to bring me to a institution. Kasi nga, yung time na yun, masyado nang malalim yung naging connection ko sa casino. And mostly, mga nasa government, yung mga heads or mga loan sharks dun sa casino. So, parang naging wanted ako. I, I need to escape. My family decided to bring me to an institution. But for that six years, every time I'm gonna lose, feel ko, gusto ko na magpakamatay because of the disappointment, shame. Uh, mas malakas yung shame eh. Kasi, especially ako, yung mga sugarol sa amin, sa mga lolo eh. After that generation, wala. Tapos, after generation, lumabas. So, yung stigma, stigma na isa kang sugarol, di ka pwede pagkatiwalaan. Ano yung kumalat yun? Even sa mga neighbors, bayan namin, medyo kumalat yun na isa akong compulsive gambler. There, there come a times din, I have a traumatic experience na dinakip ako ng mga loan shark because I cannot pay anymore. Pero makulit pa rin ako. I still show up in the casino. Uh, they saw me online betting. So, hinaras nila ako, kinidot nila ako, and then they're demanding payments. Uh, I was near death. Naka-point na yung gun sa head ko. And good thing, no, I, I had some friends na tumulong sa akin para yabselto ako that night. I was brought to a psych ward in Makati. And then, <laughs> funny experience siya kasi mostly nang dinidetox is mga narcotic addicts eh. Pero ako yung pinakamatagal na dinitox nila po, 42 days as a gambler. So, hindi pa ganun ka-concrete yung treatment for gambling. Wala kasing talagang addiction specialist for gambling that time, 2010. 
So, naging ginipig ako. Naging ginipig ako ng mga rehabilitation dito sa Pilipinas. And that started my recovery. Could you share more about your journey to recovery? What has helped you? Sa compliance, since powerless na ako, I cannot do anything. I was kept first in the psych ward and then brought to Mindanao for the intensive care. Uh, mahirap siya. Mahirap siya because uh, nandun pa rin yung urge to gamble. Because I have this thinking na in a single bet, I can change my life. So, madali lang because I already did it. So, pwede kong ulitin yun. That's the time the addiction came. Yung thinking na gano'n na uh, insanity. Doing things all over again, expecting different results, yet same pa rin. It took me three months to look at myself. What's the problem? Before, blameful ako eh. Biniblame ko lahat sa paligid ko. And then, there's a certain slogan na one day at a time. And then, doon lang ako tumitingin sa slogan kasi talagang compliance lang yung ginagawa ko sa facility. And then, I started to like the slogan na keep it simple. Mga ganon. So, for me as a, a gambling addict, mataas yung intellectual capacity ko eh. Based nga doon sa, sa pyramid of addiction, nahahati yun sa tatlo, alcoholics, narcotics, gambling. Gambling yun nasa pinakataas ng pyramid. So, kami yung, kung tawagin nila yung superior addicts kasi matatalino. Walang manifestation sa body na addict kami. Yun yung naging journey ko doon, uh, listening to the stories. Ang naging main problem ko lang talaga doon, naiiba ako eh. Compare sa mga nagre-recover to, they are all substance abuser. I put myself in the pedestal na, no, I'm much better with these people kasi hindi naman ako sira. Pero mas worse pala ako kasi I'm creating my own addiction juice. Hindi ko kailangan ng substance to, to trigger that that addiction. Nasa akin pala lahat yun. Way of thinking ko lang, by smell, by seeing things. So mas takita ko na mas worse pala ako sa mga to. Kasi ako mismo yung addiction eh. Hindi ko kailangan ng ibang substance to switch my addiction. Uh, mag-isip lang ako, gagana na yung addiction ko. So, it's hard for me to differentiate myself. With the help of the program, with the help of some literature, uti-uti ko na-discover yung sarili ko. Are you talking about the 12-step program? In the facility, they are all focused on yourself. More on self-love. Loving loving myself. Some people, especially for the gamblers, ang uh, reason nila to gamble is for them to provide certain luxurious things sa family. That's why they gamble. Mali. I need to take care of myself first bago ko mahalin yung family ko. Kasi yun yung justification ko before eh. Na pag ako naman nanalo, happy naman kayo lahat eh. Sa facility, mali. Ikaw lang ang mag-isa dito, mahalin mo muna yung sarili mo. And then when I read about the 12 steps, it's more on the I program. Natawa pa nga ako nung nakita ko yung selfish program. This is a selfish program. So, okay, why not try na mahalin ko muna yung sarili ko? Kasi it, it will ripple naman eh. With others, pag naayos ko yung sarili ko. And even in, in my active gambling career, lagi kong sinasabi na ginagamit nila ako, ganun. Pero di ko na-realize na talaga nagpagamit ako just to make reason to gamble more. Parang yung ano ko eh, I work with my family and friends and uh, 
I need to do this kasi kayo rin naman na makikinabang. But when I read the, the 12 steps, it's more on I. But the effects is beneficial do sa mga taong nasa paligid ko. So, ang galing. Ang galing yung program na yun. So, okay po ah. Why not try this? Did faith play a role into your gambling recovery? Hardly man sabihin. But, pahabain ko man yung istorya. This is a spiritual awakening. Uh, at first, pwede ko sabihin na it's my will to do that. Pero, yun nga, no? mangyayari ang mangyayari, sabi nga ng mga sugarol. Uh, tatama kung tatama. Same, same din sa akin, din sinasabi ko sa mga nagiging patients ko na meron tatlong aspect for you to recover. First, yung physical, kailangan ayusin mo na yung physical means. Second, yung emotion, kailangan maging calm ako, uh, tanggapin ko yung mga certain feelings, the five basic feelings. Kailangan pangalanan ko yon Yung mad, sad, glad, afraid, hurt. Para klaro sa akin kung ano yung nararamdaman ko. And then, the third phase is yung intellectual. Since, tanda ko naman lahat eh. Sinasabi ko lang sa ibang tao na ko alam ano nangyari, pero alam ko yun. Ginagawa ko lang ng magandang kwento to, to save myself. Pero alam ko naman talaga yung mga mali ko. And then, once na taayos ko yung three aspect na yun for myself, doon ay papasok yung spiritual. Yung 12 step kasi it's a spiritual program naman talaga. But for an addict, kailangan gumamit ka ng layman's term eh, for them to realize. Pag, pag pinasmogad yung religious approach, sumasarado ang tenga ng addict. Ayaw nila nun. So, kailangan addict to addict muna ang usapan to catch the attention. Kasi yun yung pinaka-importante eh to get the awareness of the person. Once na na-get mo na yung attention niya, that's the time na he can process. Pansin ko kasi sa lahat ng mga gusto magbago, masyado mababaw yung attention na nakukuha nila. Kailangan talaga tutukan or makarelate siya doon sa mga stories na kaya ko ibigay. Kaya meron kami kasabihan na only addicts can help another addict. Kasi alam namin yung physical, emotional, and intellectual approach dun sa tao. I heard someone say that once there is an addict in your house, the family becomes dysfunctional. Can you tell me a bit more about how you were able to improve your relationship with your family and friends? Sad to say, the abuser or the addict holds the stability of the family. Kami yung nagbabalanse ng family. Pag kami hindi okay, gigiba lahat. And then, pag sa family na mayroong addiction, papasok na talaga yung tinatawag namin ng mga family roles. Lalabas dyan yung chief enabler, yung family heroes, the lost soul, mascot. Bago magkaroon ng ano, ng maayos the family, especially pag may addict na, kailangan pangalanan muna namin yung mga family roles. Kasi hindi naman magiging addict yan kung walang chief enabler. Hindi naman madidisappoint yung abuser or yung addict pag walang family hero. Meron ganun talaga sa family. Kailangan pangalanan namin yon para malaman nila ano yung hanggang certain na pwede nilang i-approach yung tao at paano nila aayusin yung recovery ng isang tao. Pero sad to say nga, the addict holds the stability and he is also the sticky band of the family para maging maayos ulit yung family. Malaki ang role ng isang abuser, isang addict sa family. Pero pag naayos naman yan, mas magiging maayos yung pagsasama ng 
family. Kasi wala nang justification, wala nang rationalization. They can talk straight sa topic na gusto nilang pag-usapan. Why is the correct term recovering addict and not recovered addict? Same thing as saying I'm cured. Di ko pwedeng sabihin na I'm cured kasi every day is a struggle. Every day I can relapse. So, by saying I'm a recovering addict, there's a humility inside na nagsasabi na I'm still an addict and I'm still need to recover. Pag sinabi mo ng recovered addict, kasi kami everyday, we discover new things sa amin as a recovering person. Parang tinapos ko na agad yung career ko noon. Eh, for us in the fellowship, the moment that we accept that we are addict, Malaking humility ang nararamdaman namin. Yun yung step one namin eh. To admit that we are powerless over gambling, that our lives had become unmanageable. So, it's a joke. It's a joke for us to to say that I'm recovered, I'm cured. And yung recovering kasi, yun nga diba sinasabi nila na pag yung term na addict, stigmatize eh. So, but for us in in the fellowship, uh, even though it's abnormal to say uh, that uh, we're addict, there's a joke also na we're above normal kasi we passed that that stage. And still, we're discovering new things sa sarili namin na okay palang maging addict kasi most of the genius naman, di ba? Mayroon silang sakit na obsessive compulsive disorder. Yun nga lang, kailangan lang namin dalhin yung drive na yun in a certain other field, hindi sa gambling. So, marami kaming nakikitang good traits pag inadbit na namin na adi kami. Could you share more about how you were able to sublimate your desires to other fields? Which fields are you choosing to focus on now? Before kasi, since I'm a salesman, I like to talk. I'm selling things. The, the benefits of certain products. But right now, since I became a recovery coach, I'm selling myself through attraction rather than promotion. Gusto ko baka influence ng tao na magbago. Na hindi siya in a promotion type na ganito ang mangyayari sa'yo, ganito, ganito. Gusto ko lang paramdam sa kanila yung journey ko as a recovering coach na pwede magbago. Pwede maayos yung buhay mo through my story. As a gambling addict, sana yan sa spotlight eh. Sana yan sa maliwanag na lugar. No? Compares sa mga narcotics na gusto sa dilim. Lagi nag-iisa. So, for a gambling addict, sigurado yan magaling yung magsalita, magaling yung makisama. Maraming field na pwede kang pasukan pag mataas yung confidence mo. For an addict, malakas ang tolerance niyan sa pain. Kaya niyang i-take ang disappointments and then if you're gonna leave the program, tomorrow is another day. Kaya niya itayo ulit yung sarili niya ng maayos. Ang isang recovering addict, hindi yan nagmumukmuk or nagtitiis lagi. Tomorrow is a new day. Tomorrow is a present. Tomorrow is a gift. So may mga ganun kaming thinking for ourselves. If an addict decides to start the journey towards recovery, what should be the first step? Bakit ba gusto niya magbago? Baka naman kasi financially troubled lang siya, kaya gusto niyang magbago. Minsan kasi masasabi namin na gusto talaga nitong mag, mag-recover pag hihit the rock bottom na. Pero pag meron pang makinarya or meron pang certain bagay na 
kaantingin namin, kaya pa. Hindi pa siya bottom. Parang hindi pa siya magre-recover eh. Kailangan talaga yung tao, rock bottom, hindi man financially, kailangan yung isa sarili niya, no? They say spiritual bottom daw yun, no? Pero mahirap kasi pag sinabi spiritual, kailangan tangible eh. Mias and Adi, kailangan may patunay eh. Ano ba yan? Financially bottom ba yan? Emotionally bottom? Intellectually bottom? Kailangan figurative eh. Hindi ko pwede ipasok agad yung thought of spiritual eh. Kasi nga, makitid ang utak ng isang abuser o isang addict eh. And then, pag nakita ko na gusto niya mag-recover for himself. Pero pag naririnig ko na kailangan ko na mag-recover kasi for my family, for my ano, it's a no-no pero it's a good start kasi he can feel others ne pero in a proper treatment kailangan i-focus mo yon treatment do sa tao mismo okay lang na at first gamitin niya yung ibang tao to convince to undergo treatment pero the moment na nasa loob na siya ng treatment kailangan focus agad dun sa tao itself what is the most common misconception about gambling that you'd like to correct sabi nila kasi sugal lang naman yan eh. Hindi naman dangerous yan. Tsaka ang nakakatakot kasi acceptable ng families and other people kasi sugal lang naman ang addiction niya. Pero ingan, hindi naman sila nagda-drugs. Ganun lang yung sinasabi nila, no? Mas dangerous ang gambling. Kasi nga, walang substitute eh. It's pure self-will eh. Accessible lahat. Sa cellphone. Sa simple click. Even sa mga ads. Nandiyan yung representation ng gambling. And it looks fun. Stimulating siya. If we can keep awareness na before the act of betting, mas maganda. Kasi the moment na nag-bet na siya, wala na. You cannot control them. Wala na yun. Tapos na yun. Is there anything you would like to share? Tulad nga nung lagi kong sinasabi sa mga talks namin, I got caught in the thrill of the chase. The more I lost, the stronger my motivation to play again. Natural na magkamali sa gambling. They thought it was a financially based game, no? But no, it's an emotional based game. Every time na there's a deal, emotion yun na trigger. Kaya nagiging addictive siya. Isang bet, ito mararamdaman mo. This bet, ah, nagiging galit ka naman. So, iba-iba yan. So, it's gonna be addicting talaga yung gambling na. Sana ma-realize nila na yung money is just a fuel. Sana ma-realize nila na justifying sa financial can lead them to a komunoy. <laughs> the more you struggle, the more kang lulubog. If you feel like there's something wrong in yourself, stop. Or talk to a certain fellowship na makakaintindi dun sa mga urges. Hindi mawawala kasi yung urge eh. Kahit ako, 11 years na ako nagre-recover, yung urge nandyan. So, kailangan magkaroon ako na certain backup plan or certain things to do or just admit to myself na one is too many and a thousand is never enough. Uh, I need to protect that first bet. Pag nangyari yon wala na. Hindi ko na mabibilang yung pangalawa, pangatlo, hanggang pangisang libo. So, yun lang. That first bet, kailangan ingatan yung unang taya. For the people who needs help or nagdadalawang isip na sa kanilang gambling career, meron naman kaming mga hashtag, yung mga gambling solution or gambling fellowship na they can search in in Google or a certain anonymous group na can help regarding gambling recovery. Uh, meron na tayo dito sa Pilipinas noon. Fellowship or support group sa mga gusto magbago na Sugaroy. 
And that concludes another episode of B-Side. Once again, you heard Business World reporter Patricia B. Mirasol speaking with Reagan, a recovering addict who has been sober for 11 years. Recovering is the correct word when referring to an addict and not recovered. The distinction, Reagan explains, evokes humility. It also implies that the journey is ongoing and that tomorrow ushers in a new day. This episode was recorded remotely in May 2022. It was produced by Earl R. Lagundino and me, Sam El Marcelo. Thanks for listening.